Welcome to ContenderCast, a global leadership and consumer industries entrepreneurship podcast centered on shining a light on bright ideas. And now, here's your host, Justin Hahnemann. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for downloading. Thanks for subscribing and following. It's Justin Hahnemann, the ContenderCast. We're shining a light on bright ideas today. We, I can't even wait for you to meet Jill Koziel. Very excited that Jill is with us today. She's the CEO and founder of Motherly. Many of you probably know her if you uh, are in this space or you you know this space. I am not an expert in this space. I was just telling Jill beforehand. I'm like, I don't know it. I've done my homework on Jill. I've read all about her company and her business, and she's got a great story to tell. So you guys are going to learn all about it today. Jill, it's so great to have you on the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. Great to be here. And you're an expert doing this too. Um, I'd love meeting other people that do podcasts and do a lot of interviews because you know how it goes and uh, you have your story pretty well packaged. And so I'm excited for us to um, be able to unpack that for our audience today. So um, before we jump into Motherly, how about share with our audience a little bit about you and what you were doing before seven months, seven years and 10 months ago when you launched the business? Yes. So, oh goodness, it feels like a lifetime ago. Um, I feel like startup life is like dog years, perhaps, right? So it was really, you know, much longer than than seven years ago. Of course. Um, Prior to yes, prior to motherly, though, uh, I invented, patented, and brought to market with a co-founder another product in the baby goods space, um, which was called the Swingies. It converted regular playground swings to toddler swings, um, or or to baby and toddler swings, and I really figured out all of the lessons of entrepreneurship in the very beginning through those couple of years with, um, with the swingies and with honeybee child, um, got that in every baby's R us around the country, wow. learned how to, yeah, learned how to market to moms and brand and the actual patent to an outdoor adventure company. Wow. Uh, Very but cool. maybe interesting for your audience is that prior to that, I was in strategy consulting, working with a lot of intelligence organizations and defense contractors in the Washington, D.C. area. Wow. So very different background. Yeah, that's crazy. So, well, so okay, let's start there. So what? how did you make the move out of strategy consulting um, and over into doing the startup life and, and launching a product? How'd that work? So I, I feel as though strategy consulting and consulting in general is actually a great way to train for entrepreneurship. Uh, there's a lot of context switching. There's a lot of getting smart fast, testing and iterating, um, and, and being comfortable being uncomfortable. Uh, and so what actually started me going on to my entrepreneurship journey, though, was actually having a child. Um, so for me, you know, necessity is the mother of invention. Well, I think mothers are, you know, the big innovators uh, a lot of times. And so for me, motherhood really awakened that for me. And so I launched my first company when my first daughter was about six months old, and then um, launched Motherly when my second daughter um, was two years old. So I had a two-year-old and a four-year-old. Amazing. So Jill's co-founder and CEO of Motherly, a well-being destination empowering mothers to thrive. Inc. 5,000 fastest growing private company. That's amazing. Um, also, also the co-author of The Motherly Guide to Becoming Mama, Redefining the Pregnancy, Birth, and Postpartum Journey. Like I said earlier, like I am not an expert in this at all. And so I, I'm like, this is so cool that you're really focused on this space. And I love to learn um, topics that I'm just not as familiar with. So um, let's jump in. So, okay, you had done the product company. Talk about where the idea for Motherly came about. So my co-founder now, Liz Tennedy, uh, we'd had parallel lives for a few different years. Um, our husbands went to a couple of schools together, kind of knew of each other. And she was starting to feel very entrepreneurial, entrepreneurial herself. And so 
as she was doing that, she was doing what any smart, you know, entrepreneur does and starts asking questions. And all of her questions were were leading her to talking to me. And so our first conversation was in April of 2015. And she called with a concept really around how she didn't feel that media was properly portraying the new millennial generation of mothers and that there was a lot of white space available there. And that that was the seed um, for what we built. And I then leaned on my work with my previous company, but really my strategy consulting days where I was millennials were very, very different and that we needed to build something before the tsunami of millennial parents came to be uh, that was woman-centered, not baby-centered, that was evidence-based and expert-driven, and that was really empowering and non-judgmental. And, and that made us very unique in the space. Wow. Interesting. So um, how did, did you, I'm guessing because of your strategy background, you might have spent some time doing some research on the industry or the segment, or did you already have some of that from your prior company? And what did that look like up front for launching Motherly? So I definitely understood what what it took to to build a brand. Um, and so I really think of myself as a brand builder. And I really understood that through my previous company. Um, what I didn't know at the time and what I've learned over the last eight years is really the power and importance of content. It's not that content is king. It's that it's the kingdom. Um, Liz brought a really special um, skill set and talent to us because she was an award-winning journalist and editor from the Washington Post. And she so she brought this content strategy to Motherly and that we could build a brand uh, through content and build a community through content. And so that was our strategy from the very beginning. And we've ex- been executing on it for eight years now. Got it. Okay. So um, you can go check it out at mother.ly, just so if you guys are, are wondering where to, to find it. And quick a quick search on Motherly, and you'll find it, it hits top of the search terms. Um, talk about what you started with and how you've grown over the time that you since you've launched Motherly. Yes. So again, we were we were looking to build a community of millennial mothers to start. Um, that was really the focus. And we started out with pregnancy and new motherhood content. Uh, and from there, we've grown from trying to conceive and now have grown with that millennial generation and now the Gen Z and, you know, peeking ahead at, at, at the Gen um, at the Gen X generation as well. And so we're really here for all modern mothers. Um, and we we now engage women from when they're trying to conceive until about like the tween teen years at the moment. And we'll continue growing with them. Um, this all started out as a newsletter to start and a little bit of social media. Um, and over the last eight years, we've grown organically without spending money on marketing. And we now have 40 million women per month who engage with motherly. That's amazing. So that means 40, yeah, 40 million women who from all over the world, um, uh, but primarily the U S um, who are reading articles on our site, watching videos, engaging with our social, downloading our podcast, um, and also now taking our digital education classes as well. We're we're here as a digital uh, education resource for parents guiding them, and we offer the most value for free of any platform out there. So when you launched, um, because you're so focused on content, was content the initial focus and getting enough content to to get people interested in engaging? Or did you already have a kind of an audience that with with a, a segment of content and then you've grown that over time? So um, for your your audience of, of entrepreneurs and, and business leaders to understand that our strategy was always connect, condition, convert. And so um, the connect meant to first connect <laughs> a with A good consulting audience, model. Learn. A good consulting model. Yes, <laughs> the yes, three exactly. C's. <laughs> 
<laughs> so to connect with this audience through content and to build our brand that way, then to start to condition her that we influence and drive her purchase decisions, and then ultimately to convert her to be a loyal motherly ambassador and consumer. And so we we did start with the the area or the or the part of the journey um, of pregnancy and new motherhood because that is when a woman is the most voracious consumer of information. And so we started by building out a personalized week-by-week guide to motherhood, guiding mothers through that pregnancy and first year. And again, doing it in a really authentic way um, that put her at the center versus her baby. Um, And that is where our brand really started to emerge. People could start to see what made motherly different. And they started to identify themselves as a motherly mama, um, we'd say. And we've just been growing with that generation along the way, deepening the content, expanding it, being multi-platform and really meeting mom where she is. Love it. Okay. So talk about the revenue model for a content platform like this and also talk about the content generation. Who's generating the content and, and how are you curating that? Absolutely. So one of the things that differentiated Motherly and always have is that we wanted to be expert driven. Um, The millennial generation, for the first time in history, women are actually more educated than men. And so we felt it was really important that we had expert driven content that was evidence based versus user generated race to the bottom content from like message boards and the such. So we have you know, an expert panel, we have you know, qualified, credible, professional editors and journalists that work for us. We've always built our content in that way. Um, but we, we, we've always been focused on, I'm sorry, I forgot actually the first part of your question. Yeah, I answered the, rev- the second part. That's okay. Rev- I know. The the danger, of asking two, danger of asking two questions together, right? <laughs> Yes. So the revenue model, um, we we started to monetize. We are venture backed. Um, we've actually been getting kind of off that venture hamster wheel now. Um, so I haven't actually raised any capital since our Series A at the end of 2019. Um, but we we are venture backed. And so the first couple of years, we were focused on growing and scaling and not monetization. Um, about two years in, we started to monetize as a traditional digital media business. Got it. So that is brand partners, companies come to us and we create custom contents, uh, content campaigns, sponsorships, um, not just display um, revenue, but, you know, a bit more deep, deep uh, to help those brands reach and engage with our audience. Um, and we've, we've experimented with a couple different revenue streams over the years. We've had um, a marketplace, we have affiliate as well. Um, and now digital education is part of that. Uh, but this year, we're really doubling down on, on the media revenue and growing and scaling, not just Motherly's audience, but our audience extension opportunities. Got it. Okay, cool. So for those that haven't been uh, on your site and engaged with you yet, right? That's part of why you're doing this show and others. It, talk about the, the segment of content. So pregnancy, parenting, life, kind of give our audience some of how you're structuring content from your approach. Yes. So, so motherly is a journey or motherhood and motherly um, are part of a journey. Um, And so we do segment out um, our content based on pregnancy. Again, that very acute time from trying to conceive and pregnancy and, you know, a little bit of the fourth trimester um, and then into parenting and through parenting, it's going stage based from having a baby to a toddler, you know, to, you know, to a bigger kid, elementary age, tween, teen and onward. Um, And then we also have content around life. Um, And these are the things that, you know, women uh, surprise, surprise to many listeners, like don't stop being women when they become mothers. And so motherly, again, is very woman centered. And so we have this life component that's done through the lens of motherhood, but that's providing her with information and inspiration across like every component of her life, whether it be her work life or her love life. 
I love it. And I noticed you also, you've, you've started adding digital classes um, in your shop, quote unquote. Talk about your thinking there and what's to come. What's the next six to 12 months look like as you're expanding the brand? Yeah. So this summer, um, we really started doubling down on, on Motherly as an education platform. And so uh, we already had um, a dozen or so Motherly produced classes that were, again, fully motherly produced, our instructors, our curriculum, um, evidence-based and expert-driven. And then we started vetting additional instructors to come and be on our platform. And so we do a revenue share with them, um, but we're giving them access to our audience through that. We just in January launched um, the new motherly. And that is actually a a recognition that 50% of today's children in the U.S. are born on WIC and Medicaid. And that if we, yes, if we were to... Yes. If we were to be fulfilling our mission, but only really providing education to that 50% that could potentially afford it, we weren't really doing our job. And so what we've done instead um, is made all of our classes by Motherly completely free for all registered users. We've also added a really innovative bookmarking feature um, on the site as well. So a mom who's registered user can bookmark and save articles because sometimes you're reading ahead. Um, We've added more offers and discounts um, and exclusive opportunities for our audience, recognizing, you know, the economic moment that we're in right now um, and so on and so forth. Oh, that's pretty amazing. Um, As you, you know, you've done this now for uh, six, seven years plus. I always love to ask our guests some of their biggest lessons learned. And and you've got a unique business here and your amazing uh, engagement in terms of your numbers. Um, Talk about what advice would you have for other entrepreneurs that are listening and, you know, even some of your experience from being an angel investor? Yes. So very early um, entrepreneurs, if you've got a seed of an idea, my number one advice is to don't be precious about it, to put it out in the world, to talk about it constantly um, and to be open to feedback. Um, That's really important because you know, people often think someone's going to steal their idea. And let me tell you, this is a very hard journey. Uh, Very unlikely someone will steal your idea. That's that's a good piece of advice. Anything not worked? Anything like that you're like, that didn't work. You know, we tried it, failed. Well, <laughs> so our 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 shop, um, which was like a drop ship model where we were curating the best of the best out there, um, and it's what we raised our, our initial capital around to do, again, starting to get to converting her to be a motherly consumer. Um, I, in retrospect, if I had known how long the pandemic would last, I would not have launched a whole new product um, into the world that that sought to disrupt mom's user experiences. And so I think another thing to note is that timing matters. And sometimes you can have the absolute best idea um, and the best concept. You can be totally primed to do it. And then something like a pandemic or a recession right. might come your way. Right. Uh, and, you know, and, not, and sometimes you're like holding on to that idea and just putting it on the back burner can be effective. We, we launched actually digital education back in 2016 and mom was not ready for digital education. Uh, But a gift that came from the pandemic was that people are a lot more comfortable now with asynchronous digital education. And that, uh, so we were able to dust off all of our plans from back in 2016 and found that they had a lot more legs in 2022. Very, very cool. Um, And so excited for you. Um, What great advice. I mean, like, I think we could probably do a whole hour with you on like, like investing in how to build a business and all the things that go around that. Um, And you're and you do a lot of that, right? You're a great mentor and coach to others that that are, are looking to launch businesses. 
Yes. Um, it's something I've always believed in paying it forward. Um, uh, no, and no entrepreneur can stand truly on their own. And frankly, it's a pretty lonely job. Um, the higher you get up in an organization and especially being a founder, uh, a founder CEO, um, it can be incredibly lonely. And so I try to take all of those lessons and experiences and pay it forward with others. Uh, and so I do some angel investing. I do some mentoring. Uh, just yesterday, actually, I went to like a very big client meeting, um, with one of my portfolio, um, companies and companies I advise called Storybook um, down here, down in um, in Salt Lake and um, had an awesome meeting there and was able to, to be part of that energy at the like, beginning cool. stage of a business. It's yeah. really still exciting for me. And uh, I think it's, I think we have a responsibility as founders and co-founders to, to share and to pay it forward um, so that others can get smart faster. Yeah. And I do hear that as a consistent theme across a lot of the um, founders I've, I've had a chance to meet in the interviews here on the podcast. It's so cool. And, uh, and you're doing it and you're making an impact. Um, so fun. Uh, it's really been great having you with us, Jill. Share with our audience where they can find you, connect with you, learn more, engage, listen to your podcast, get your book, all that. Yes. So books are all available on Amazon. Just search Motherly and they'll pop up. Um, the website, as you said, is mother.ly. Uh, we're on Instagram and Facebook and TikTok and Pinterest and really, you know, meeting mom where Everywhere. she is. Yeah. Uh, me personally, yeah, me personally, um, I'm not a cool influencer, I have to say. So LinkedIn is my platform of choice. So if you'd like to follow me over there. Hey, that's good. You can influence there. <laughs> That's great. Well, um, Jill, Jill Koziel, so great having you with us. Motherly, um, so cool learning more. Um, gosh, we I think we only scratched the surface, but enough to give our audience a sense for it and, and hear some of your thinking around being a founder and some of your lessons learned. So thanks so much for your time with us. It's been uh, really great and look forward to having you on in the future. Thank you so much for having me. It's been awesome. The Contender Cast is powered by Contender Brands and is the top global consumer industries entrepreneurship podcast. You can find additional ContenderCast episodes on worldwide podcast platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, iHeartMedia, YouTube, and other preferred podcast platforms. If you would like to be a guest on the ContenderCast, connect with us at ContenderCast.com. This is Brian Benson reminding you that every winner started as a contender. <laughs>